0: Hi, and welcome to the Brave Parenting Podcast. I am your host and founder of Brave Parenting, Kelly Newcomb, and this is where you'll get the encouragement, insight, and information you need to raise children of character in our media and technology-saturated world. And we call it Brave Parenting because it takes courage and hard work to stay on top of technology and media and then choose how you and your children will incorporate that into your lives. Now, our ultimate goal here is to keep you from feeling powerless or ill-equipped to parent your tech savvy kids. So let's jump straight in today's show so you are informed and equipped. Alright, in today's show in the news we're gonna be talking about faking rich on Instagram and also the unplanned Twitter accounts. In our character focus we'll be discussing the virtue of honesty and in our apps five facts we're gonna talk about the app Twitter. In our family focus We'll be discussing app ratings and their need for reform. Alright, in today's news, um, recently made some headlines. This 19-year-old um london-based vlogger byron denton made headlines as he did an experiment as he faked rich on instagram so he recorded all of this for a youtube video but then the experiment itself was real um, as he posted his pictures on instagram so what he did was he essentially took pictures and then superimposed them using apps like facetune pixart um, other programs like Photoshop, Lightroom, in order to enhance his images. And he superimposed himself, say, in a private jet or shopping with a handful of Louis Vuitton bags or wearing shoes like Balenciagos, all of these very rich lifestyle things that you would see from celebrities. Well, as he posted these pictures and the week went on of this experiment, he found that his likes skyrocketed. You know, the more lavish the pictures, the more likes and followers that he had going on his Instagram account. Interestingly enough, he said it was surprisingly easy to do this, to fake as though he's rich. And he's quoted to say the experiment has made him question everyone's motives on social media, which leads to what we should then also um, consider is are we questioning everyone's motives on social media when we see pictures or when right when our children are seeing pictures whether they be of celebrities or pseudo celebrities which may be like influencers of a certain product or brand that they like is everything taking at face value like yes they really are living this luxurious lifestyle even though they may only be doing something right that doesn't make very much money Are we jealous or are we coveting, right? Is this really an honest presentation of their lives? Interestingly, Mr. Denton, this London-based vlogger, stated that he received a couple of messages from his Instagram followers who questioned whether or not the photos were real. But most of the questioning came from his family, the people who knew him best, saying you know, bro, where'd you become so rich, you know? When all of a sudden did you have all this money to do this? And of course, right, they know him best. So it's another good question to maybe discuss with your teens or who are on social media and is if they see their friends who they know really well and who may not have the means or money to afford such a lifestyle, if they're seeing those type of pictures posted, right? What's the real authentic self going on behind that, right? What's the goal um, and the motive of why they're posting that? Also in news, recently released movie, Unplanned, which is an anti-abortion or pro-life movie. Um, was The Twitter account was suspended right on the weekend's release of the movie. Now, the movie is by the Christian focus company, Pure Flix, and it's based on the 2009 memoir of former Planned Parenthood clinic director, Abby Johnson. And the movie follows her rise um, to the top in this clinic. And after witnessing an abortion at 13 weeks, she becomes a pro-life activist. And so this movie is based on her memoir. So obviously very pro-life. So interestingly enough, without any any knowledge, unplanned Twitter account supporting the movie was suspended on the weekend's release. After several people who had been following it or people who were trying to follow it were unable to either find the account, or they were trying to follow it, and immediately when they refreshed their page, they discovered that they had already been unfollowed. There became a lot of questioning, and as as they became questions on Twitter, the, the word unplanned became trending, and it was at that point when Twitter sort of stepped in, and they released this statement as they reinstated the unplanned twitter account they said that unplanned was not suspended on purpose but rather was linked to another account that had violated twitter's rules and when one account violates those rules the system cracks down on the linked accounts to mitigate the risk therefore shutting all of them down once they discovered that unplanned account was not violating rules they reinstated it and because of that sort of controversy the following on the unplanned twitter accounts grew exponentially after this whole sort of debacle now however you feel about the movie or even the topic of abortion set that aside and just consider the fact that twitter's algorithms are written by programmers and those programmers are going to have some sort of bias whether it be moral bias political bias and that is essentially going to affect what you see on your Twitter. So that's something to consider when you rely on Twitter to be your number one source of news, is that those algorithms are going to determine what you see and what you see is ultimately gonna be dependent on perhaps the bias of those programmers or the company itself behind that. All right, in our character focus this week, we're going to be talking about the virtue of honesty. Now, it takes a lot of courage, right, a lot of bravery for anyone at any age to be a truth teller, to seek the truth, to love the truth, to know the truth, and to value the truth. So as parents, it's extremely important that we hold that responsibility to teach our children to be brave enough to fess up to be honest, right, to not lie, to not consider that to be um, sort of their go-to answer when they maybe either be fearing that they're in trouble or, again, similar when we talk about, you know, faking rich on Instagram when they sort of want to present a different version of themselves or a facade. Now, studies show that the average person lies about 1.65 times per day, however that comes out, right, or that comes out to be about 11 times a week now as we know and as you can probably attest if you're an adult if you're in a parent lying takes a lot of work it can be both physically mentally and emotionally draining right because when we lie our body actually physically responds like our brain knows that we're doing something that could be wrong or that could be dangerous And so you sort of get a automatic response, a sort of flight or fight response where your heart rate speeds up, your temperature can rise, your eyes might dilate, you might become a little jittery. But These are all natural responses to lying. Now, granted, someone can learn to mask all of those However, it can take a toll on your physical and mental well being. Those who um, find themselves in a perpetual lying sort of lifestyle, or if they're living a lie that uh, maybe goes on for a long time, right, it can cause chronic anxiety and physical symptoms, um, such as a worn down or affected immune system. It can also cause insomnia, headaches, dizziness, heart palpitations. Not only that, the emotional health of a living a lie can lead to depression fear, antisocial behavior, anxiety, of course, being one of the number one things that living this lie can lead to. Now, because our children are growing up in an online world where it's so easy to lie, and it's so easy to fabricate, to fib, to sort of present yourself as an untrue version of who you really are, it's important that you're talking, having a conversation about what honesty is, not only in your home, but what it looks like online. Right, again, using those the ability to discern, you know, is this person actually this rich or are they faking rich, right, on Instagram for the sake of followers and likes? So, how can you teach this virtue of honesty to your children? Well, a couple quick things, right? Number one model it, make sure that you aren't stealing something, maybe that might not, um, you might not have ownership to make. That could be as easy as not purchasing movie tickets. For yourself for a child even though you're really an adult or you're claiming that you're a senior citizen and you're not you know you're not technically the age of what they would consider that to be those type of examples are really easy because when your kids see you live honesty they too will then tend to have that moral compass of living honesty secondly don't set them up to lie I think this is an easy um, trap for a lot of parents to fall into right we already know the truth And we set them up to lie in the sense that we ask them, so, you know, tell me what happened. Well, are they going to really tell you the truth? If you already know the truth, experts say that it's best to just state the truth. Now, I know that you took the ice cream out of the freezer and you, you know, ate a good portion of it last night because I noticed it was gone, right? You can say, state what it is that you know that they did and then you can ask for their sort of confession of what that is. However, when you set them up to lie, you're getting frustrated because you already know they lied. So avoid that frustration by when you know the truth, just go ahead and get that out in the open and don't set them up to tell you that lie. Also, and encourage them and teach them that truth telling truly makes you happy and them happy, right? This is really great for younger kids, kind of showing them how being honest can affect them emotionally mentally and physically, that is better for them. So make sure that they know that truth telling really makes you happy. Also catch them being honest, right? And bless that honesty. When they tell you, well, actually, you know, dad told me that I wasn't allowed, even though they're asking you, bless that honesty. I am so glad and thank you that you were honest about this situation. That doesn't necessarily mean that you have to give them what they're asking for, but you're blessing them in a sense by acknowledging that that honest behavior Is good and valued by you. A couple of things especially when it comes to to maybe adolescents and teenagers discipline calmly. This is probably not the easiest thing for all of us parents and also have conversations and not lectures. When you know that lying is involved, um, obviously seek the truth, honor the truth, bless the truth, um, but do so in a very calm and non lecture type of environment. And frankly you need to set up clear rules. If honesty is an expectation, whether that be honesty online, as well as honesty inside your house, make sure that that is an expectation your children know. And then if you are valuing it and that there's a consequence to them not meeting that expectation, then they are going to be more likely to, to try and live that same honesty value that you are trying to uphold. All right, in today's app focus, we're gonna give you five facts on the app Twitter. First fact on Twitter is that Twitter is a micro blogging social network. It started out as um, you had 140 characters to get a thought or a fact or a feeling, whatever it was that you were posting. It had to be 140 characters, meaning letters, including spaces, long. And that's all you have. Now, recently, in the past couple of years, they have now increased that to be 280 characters. That way, there is no um, sort of long tirades or storytelling, if you will, that are going on in Twitter. You can post pictures. Um, however, most of them are thoughts, quotes that people are sharing in this sort of micro-blogging network. Fact number two of Twitter is it is primarily known for its news, for the sharing of funny or relevant memes, as well as following celebrities. Twitter has become really known for the place to be for news breaking stories or hot topics that you want to debate because it's short form of posting and it encourages a lot of maybe retweets and commenting It is known to be a place where you can go and some people say, quote, healthily, you know, have a healthy debate. Others, if you read some conversations on Twitter, you can see this is not really a healthy conversation at all. Frankly, it can be a lot of trolls and bullies that you may find there. Now, when it comes to celebrities, just to note, the number one Twitter um, account is Katy Perry, followed by Barack Obama. Now, currently the president, Donald Trump, who is very known for his activity on Twitter and his tweets. He is actually ranked number 12. He doesn't even make the top 10 um, number 12 on Twitter. Now, along with celebrities, Twitter is also known and sort of criticized for its very well-known porn industry problem. Not only can you find celebrities from movies and music on Twitter, you can also find some of the most popular pornography actors, if you would call them celebrities or faces of these pornography videos, and they push their own sort of account and drive their own content. Maybe they're pushing you to like some other porn website, uh, but it's very well known. And in light of our, you know, story in the news where Twitter is suspending accounts of um, pro-life movie, it's interesting to note um, that. A lot of these porn um, celebrity accounts are most likely linked to other accounts as well. And interesting enough, even though Twitter states there is no nudity or promotion of any of that sort, these accounts are not being suspended. So something to consider. Fact number three of Twitter is hashtag followers and retweet. Now, Twitter's the sort of origin of where the hashtag came from. They started the hashtag in order so that you could search news and popular stories or topics by these hashtags in order to get your news, to get into a conversation or a debate, whatever you want to do. And so that is where we find our hashtag. Also, there's followers, right, in order to, you can follow certain news programs or celebrities, all of that. That's a very big thing. There's a lot of of work done out there you can find on the internet on how to increase your Twitter followers. And of course, there's the retweet. Um, So you can can tweet about someone, maybe it is a celebrity. um, You can retweet their items. And of course, getting retweeted sort of increases your popularity and your reach on Twitter. Fact number four of Twitter is the private accounts and muted words. Now there are a few privacy settings that you could set for your Twitter account. Now one of them is to under security and settings you can click to protect my tweets. Now this is where only approved followers can actually see your tweets. So if you wanted your child or for you to to sort of be on Twitter but not get into all of the maybe debates and debacles of certain hot topics and be able to only share those um, items with certain people, you could do so by choosing this. In our show notes today, I have a worksheet for you on Twitter privacy and safety settings. It goes through all of them that you can set up on your Twitter accounts in order to make it as private as possible. Now, one of those features is also the muted words. If you have an account and you really want to stay away from hot topic politics or maybe things like pornography, you could do that by actually muting certain words. And you could go to that, you could choose the word and say you wanted to type in pornography, it would then mute it. Or you could type in, um, you know, politics or whatever that may be. And then you will not see those items in your feed. So make sure you check out our show notes in order to get that worksheet for you to help you set up your privacy and safety settings. Now, fact number five of Twitter is going to be the ratings. Now, the App Store, as well as Google Play, are actually on the same page here, and they both state the rating is 17+. Now, it's really interesting to note that for a decade in the App Store, Twitter was actually rated 4+. 4+. they change it to 17 plus Um, google play gives it that mature um, ranking now twitter itself tells you of course that you have to be 13 years or older to use the accounts they don't have a 17 year old but based on The laws for privacy on who they can collect data from, of course, the minimum age is going to be 13. Now, Brave Parenting stance is going to say 18 plus. When the App Store and the Google Play Store are actually on the same page and they're saying, hey, this is for mature users and mature content, we are absolutely going to believe that and back that up. Normally, Brave Parenting stance for any social media account is the minimum age of 16. But because of some of the divisiveness and the vicious debates, and the mature and sexual content that can be found on Twitter, we are going to give it an adult 18 plus rating. In our family focus today, we're going to be talking a little bit more about these app ratings. A new movement has, has started that Brave Parenting is allying with, and that is this hashtag fix app ratings. This is a movement where we are trying to essentially bring awareness to the fact that the app store and Google play do not have accurate ratings for these apps. The apps themselves are allowed to create their own rating and often they are not doing so in a way that is actually helping parents recognize whether or not the content on that app is actually suitable for children. If you were, 10 you know five years ago checking out twitter and it said four plus you would think oh yeah sure i can let my maybe 10 year old go on there and then they could find all sorts of a content that you would never want them to see so we know this is the problem that the tech companies themselves the app companies themselves are able to give themselves their own rate rating the solutions that hashtag fix app ratings is trying to come to is one creating an independent rating board With the power to impose sanctions for non-compliance, right? So the movie industry has an independent board rating their movies, right? The MPAA. Video games have the ESRB that are is an independent board giving ratings to the game itself as to what age level is appropriate and this is one of the solutions that we are calling for. The second is for these tech companies to release intuitive parental controls right for iOS, for Android, for Chromebooks to eliminate all of the loopholes and the complexities and to make it a lot easier. Not only that but to provide time limits for school and bedtime when you can actually turn the app or whatever it is that the functionality off completely, right? This is not too hard. If they can integrate. All of the features that these apps have um, very easily. This is surely something that they can do for parents. So what can you do in order to join this fixed app ratings movement? You can go to fixappratings.com and first you can sign this statement by saying, you know what? I agree that we need an independent board and intuitive parental controls. You can sign that statement. Two, you can also help your state pass this resolution by it gives you the wording and the documents that you can provide to your state representative in order to make this issue known and third you can spread the word on this issue via your social media channels there are you can find in our show notes today there is some pictures some infographics that you can get and maybe put on and share on your pages that show the need for these apps to their ratings to be fixed. Also, you can join the team, right? You can sign up if you are any other type of organization parent organization or a technology organization that, to, that you, agrees with this, you can join them as well in getting these app ratings fixed. So this is a great cause that Brave Parenting strongly supports and we encourage all of our uh, listeners and viewers and followers of Brave Parenting to join this cause so that we as parents can have an accurate view of what apps are and what kind of content that they are and know how we can apply them or allow them to be on our kids devices. Thank you so much for joining us here today at the Brave Parenting podcast. We hope that you have been informed and encouraged on all things technology, media and parenting. We encourage you to go to our website braveparenting.net for more resources that can help you parent bravely as well as going over to amazon.com and purchasing Brave Parenting's book, Managing Media, Creating Character. If you are looking for ways to use the technology that kids love to build good character, this book is exactly for you. It goes through multiple character traits, and how the media and technology can not only hinder that character trait but how you can implement standards so that you are promoting that character in your child all right thank you so much for joining us until next time go and be brave